gosh. How is everybody this morning? So good. Wow, it's really quiet. It's like nobody in here, I guess. How is everybody this morning? Come on. I want to stand to our feet. Come on, let's get ready to worship. God's going to do something this morning. Come on. Is anybody ready for a miracle? Come on. Do any, any of you just want to, you just ever feel like dancing? You, know, you ever feel like you just want to let loose? Like, like nobody cares? Come on, that moment's for today, guys. The Bible says that nobody will enter the kingdom unless we come to him like a child. Careless. But come on, let's get ready to worship for real. For real today. We're not messing around. I see the world in freedom, I see the G. 
Jesus, Jesus, 
Sing it out, I got a feeling. I've got a feeling the darkness won't last very long. I've got a feeling the darkness won't last very long. I've got a feeling.
let's sing that again. Oh, I've got a feeling the darkness won't last very long. Oh, I've got a feeling the darkness won't last very long. I've got a feeling the darkness won't last very long. I've got a feeling the darkness won't last very long. Oh, I've got a feeling the darkness won't last. somebody you didn't know. High five their face. I don't know. the button harder yeah no still no it's on there we go it's on it's on yay all right well i am dustin punzel i get to serve most often with our kids who are just over yonder hopefully they are making a nice loud noise having a blast over there yonder? in kidsmen you over yonder yonder because this is a place that apparently was that we're yonder. At. is that yander yander yonder yonder is kidsmen over there okay Hopefully they're there having a blast, and I know they are. Um, well, thank you guys for joining us for church. We have uh, our church online. Hi, guys. Nice little wave there. We have some events. They didn't say anything back. They didn't say anything back, but they, they are. They are okay. definitely commenting. I'm sure there's plenty, and we'll okay. hear more about that later. Um, if you have the Church Center app, make sure you are joining in there. If you are new, 
There's a VIP guest spot there. Fill out that connection card so we can get to know a little bit about you. Some of the things happening this week. We have on Saturday the Friend to Friend Garage Sale, raising money for our missions locally and internationally. So make sure you're a part of that Friend to Friend Garage Sale. There's, I'm sure you're sitting somebody that is also a friend. I see you guys give high fives, handshakes, all of the above. So you probably met a new friend. All right. So see Keith and Heather Brano for more details on that. Um, next Saturday, July 25th, there'll be a lot of stuff before that, but July 25th, we have Church Beach Day at the, it's not even the beach day, it's baptisms and barbecue, even better, um, at the Menifee Beach and Swim Club. Uh, sign up if you want to get baptized. Awesome opportunity there. Um, also, another cool summer event, right? So you have barbecues, but you also have a fame, 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 fame Baseball, baseball in summer, right? Follow la la la. Follow la la la. We're getting into Christmas. I'm not okay. sure why we're getting into Christmas, but if you want, there is a date night on July 29th. It is the Storm baseball game. So if you want to get tickets for that, it's $18 for July 29th Storm baseball game. Please sign up. There is limited spots for that. All right. I think I think the next one's right for you. That was a lot of numbers. There was a lot of announcements. July 29th, and it's $18. $18, yes. But the beach day that has baptisms and barbecues is on the 25th. It's 25th. Okay, <sighs> that's a lot. All right. I, I pretty much can only focus on, like, what's right in front of me because squirrel. So, squirrel. Well, well, that, yeah, that's really distracting. But first, there's something right in front of me that's behind you that we want to let you guys know about. As a church, we are adopting kiddos from TCM. Okay, and that is uh, Tijuana Christian Mission, and that is a, an amazing partnership that we are just able to love on kiddos. Now, correct me if we're if I'm wrong. The ones that are back there, um, are we taking the older kids? Is that who we ended up with? We have all of them, every single last one. And I see a lot of papers hanging right now. Okay, like literally, turn around and look. Pastor Keith's back there. Pastor Keith, wave. There he is. They're hanging right there. It is only $20 to $30 to sponsor a kiddo for school supplies. So you're literally just going to take one of those and commit to bringing it back. Is it next week? You have to bring it back next week. Wow, we're giving them more time? Oh, that's so nice of you, Sarah. All right, so you have to bring it back by August 1st, but just, you know, keep in your head like next week because then we'll actually do it. Procrastinator right here. Panic monkey needs to be set off in my brain so I can get stuff done. It's true. So must be done by next week for Kate. Everybody else, August 1st. Okay, so make sure that you swing by and get that because there's a lot going on in our church right now. It's so exciting to have so much going on, but don't forget that we want to love on these kiddos. It's such a simple way to show these kids that people that are so far away genuinely care about their needs. They haven't been to school in over a year. We want to make sure that we support them. Okay, so how many of you, by show of hands right now, I'll close my eyes if you want me to. How many of you are going to get one on your way out? Oh my there goodness, we, go. we need more people than that. We need more people That's than that. That's half of them. It's oh, only $20 to $30. Keith has both hands up. Keith had both hands okay. up. He's I love it. He's got two of them taken care of. We need them all gone today, okay? Panic monkey just got set off on your brain. We need them all gone today. So you have to take one today on your way out. Deal? Okay. So. Next thing is this. We just did this because um, pastor's going to preach about faces today. So... The many no, faces really. of Justin, yes. The many, yeah, this is Justin and this is Justina. Um, no, this is up here, you guys, because VBS starts tomorrow. How many of you guys, oh my goodness, I love it. You guys are already excited about that. That makes me so happy. All right, it starts tomorrow. We have a volunteer training today. How many of you are already signed up to volunteer? Show me your hands. 
So many of you, so many of you. Well, here's the deal. Our goal was 80 volunteers. We have 68 volunteers. So if you're thinking, oh man, I totally forgot to register, you can literally just scan this QR code right now and you can register and join us after church. We'll fully train you. We'll put you in a spot where you are well-equipped to serve. And you guys, this is such an exciting time for us to be able to minister to kiddos that we've never met before. I cannot tell you how much my heart races at knowing that there will be, oh, I get chills. You guys, this is my school. <laughs> this, is, this is where I work. This is where I don't get to talk about Jesus Monday through Friday. But this week, Monday through Friday, there will be children walking through those doors that may have never heard the goodness Woo! of the gospel. And we need you guys to literally be the face, not the stone face, but the face of Jesus to kids who may have never experienced him before. You might think like, oh man, like I can't be in charge of a whole group of kids or I can't handle glitter. We banned glitter this year. It's fine. Don't worry about it. If you're afraid of glitter, still come to VBS. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Did I just get booed for banning glitter? Angel, Angel and I have a personal problem with glitter. She loves it. I hate it. Whatever. Anyway, so if you feel ill-equipped... I want you to remember that that's exactly who God has used time and time again to carry forth his message. We have over 100 children registered already, and we anticipate that there will be more every single night. And for you to just come and love on those kids and be the hands and the feet and the face of somebody who shows them a kind of love that they've never experienced before could be life altering. These could be future pastors. These could be future presidents. These are future leaders in different arenas that we may not completely understand. And the will of the Lord will be carried out by the people who are willing to serve him. So I beg you, if you will not, if you have not planned on being here, please, please stick around because I don't think you even know the way it's going to change you. And that's what we've learned through years and years of VBS is that we walk away feeling like we've been poured into more than we've poured out. So I really encourage you to sign up. So use that QR code. For those of you who are sticking around for the meeting after church, real quick, it'll go like this so we don't have to interrupt you, Pastor Justin. Um, right after service, you will go back as if you were going to check your kiddos out. If you have kiddos, we'll have an order form for you because we are feeding you. We have tacos after church today, only oh. if you volunteer. Okay, but... <laughs> So if you need to feed your kids, we encourage you to. So you'll fill out a little order form for your kids. Then come back. We're going to have the meeting as quickly as possible right after church. Kids will eat first. Grown-ups will eat after the meeting. Yes? Can we all handle being a little bit hangry during the meeting? I apologize. Okay? I think we can handle it. Um, all right. I think we covered everything. We but did. I want to make sure that we um, we talk about our time. Oh, what? Oh, oh. Jen's doing a dance in the back with papers cards. in her hand. She just wanted you to know. BBS cards, I think. I know. There is, we, we got to get more kids here. This we is just true. talked about it, so I think we need to get more kids. And there is a way to do that. There is a way to do that. There is a way. So those little quarter sheet flyers that were on your seats, we have more of them. We have many, many, many more of them. And what we would like is for on your way out today, actually right now, I have hander outers. You ready? If you can think of anywhere where children might be and you are willing to take these flyers to that location, that could be something like Aerosports, which is now Jungle Gyms, I'm very confused. That could even be pin it up on the bulletin board at Starbucks. Anywhere where you're going today or tomorrow or Tuesday, we just raise your hand right now and we'll make sure that you get a card. You guys are afraid of raising your hands. I now see what you battle every Sunday. What there is the go. deal here? Okay. Really? Are you there, not going there we anywhere? Go. There we you're go. not going anywhere for the next 24 hours. We That's got, what you're telling me. <laughs> there are children in your home. You probably should post one on the bulletin board. Just put saying. it up on that fridge. All right. Well, while they pass those out, um, 
I want to remind you that as you serve at VBS or as you serve this morning, there were so many of you helping out at 7 a.m. this morning, um, that that is one of the ways that we give back to the Lord. Another way that we give back to the Lord is through the tithe and offering time. There are multiple ways to give. I personally prefer the Church Center app, but you're welcome to get on there. We also have a give box in the back. Um, but the Bible tells us that God loves a cheerful giver. And so I want you to look around right now and see the family that you have. See the church that God is building. And those ways and means come through our tithes and offerings. And God is moving and shaking in this church. And if that doesn't put a smile on your face, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but um, God is moving in really exciting ways. And so we would just encourage you to, to find a way to give, whether that be through um, financially or whether that be through service. We would encourage you to do that today. Let's just pray over those tithes and offerings. And we'll welcome up Pastor Justin. Father God, we just thank you for the opportunity to come before you today. Lord, we know that everything that we have been given is because of you. God, we just pray that today our hearts would break in a way that returns more than what you've even called for, God. God, we just pray that today we would live in complete surrender to what your will is in this space. May you bless the tithes and offerings. May you bless this church and the way that it's growing, God. But Father, would you continue to bind us together as a family? Would you continue to allow us to learn and to grow within you? Lord Jesus, we love you. We worship you today. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, let's welcome up Pastor Justin. Come on. Oh, so good. Love you guys. Walk the plank. So good. Don't fall through the bridge. And I'm caught on a vine. All right. Good morning, church. How's everybody doing today? Oh, so good. So good. This is going to be so fun. Are you guys ready for this? Man, they took living stones to a different extreme. Yeah, that, well, they're not quite living, but that's all right. That, that's all right. That's, that's what most of you look like when I'm preaching. No. Anyway, no, we're excited today. Today's going to be good. Are you ready? Tell your neighbor today's going to be good. Come on. It's going to be so good. I'm so excited. How are the people online doing? We got a lot of people online. Today I saw Texas represented with the Urbasics. Love you guys. The bushes out in Joshua Tree. Love that. My mother-in-law is on here, but she is not in Washington today. She is in the front row. Yes. We told her to get online anyways because the online people would be like, they'd be missing her. And so, so we want to make sure that they knew that she was there. She's not backslidden. She's just, she's on the front row and we are ready. Um, so excited. Dorothy Fragnan, love you. Misty Flanagan, love you. Uh, Carolyn McKinney, Monica Harper, love you guys. It's incredible. I'm so excited. Where are my paper Bible people at? Do we got some paper Bibles in the house today? You know what? They all look black today because it's dark in here and I can't see them. I can't see them. But uh, get your Bibles out today. We are going to be in Acts chapter 2. Go ahead and turn to Acts chapter 2 and starting in verse 38. And uh, while you're turning there, I was thinking about uh, our kids and the, the generations that are coming. And we're getting so I'm so excited. I was sitting behind the curtain back there just just crying as as Kate was. Oh. As Kate was just talking about this this week and how important it is. Oh. I got to tell you, God has put such a burden on my heart for this this area, for this region. And, and I just know that God's going to change this region, that this, this region's going to be the epicenter of what he does in this whole area. And so I'm excited about that. And it, and it starts with, with 
with touching the youth of our area. You know how you reach families? Through the youth, <laughs> through their kids. When you bless and love their kids, oh, a family just needs somebody to love on and bless their kids. Are you with me? And so when we can be the living stones and go and do that for them and build the church, oh, it just gets me so excited thinking about whose life is going to get changed. Who's, what parent is going to see their kids so loved and think, man, do the, would these people love me? Oh, <coughs> yeah, we, uh, gosh, I'll, I'll try to make it through today. We'll see if we can do this. But I, I know the Twisses are, are an example. Um, AJ and Sarah Twiss, they took their kids to a VBS and never went home again. They, went, they, they made church home after that. Um, so I know lives can be changed from these types of weeks. And so I hope, I hope they get it. And if, even if you just want tacos, volunteer for this week. I mean, the tacos will be phenomenal. Tacos for volunteers. Anybody excited about that? I got enough tacos for 200 people, so I think that's all of you. So we'll do that together. So it'll be awesome. But as I think about this next generation, and, and I think about the, the kids, and, and it's, it, aren't the kids nowadays just so different from when we were kids? Are you with me? And some of you are like, wait a minute, when you were a kid, I, I was still an adult, you know. But it's okay for, for some, like we're, we're all, it's, it's awesome. You know, I, 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 saw this, uh, I saw this movie the other day, and, and uh, it was the funniest thing. I watched, uh, and this kid is yelling at an alarm clock, Alexa! Alexa! I think your Alexa's broken, right? Like, like we, we look at our, our kids. My, what is it? Playing with fire. You see, you knew. You knew. You know your movies. We're going to have. That's right, man. Come on. So good. Um, I, I love movie quotes. So you'll, you, I'm not going to get anything past you. It's, I, I have no original jokes. Yeah, I have no original jokes. So that'll be great. Um, but um, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea thought I was like so clever most of our marriage. And then she started watching movies with me and figured out, you've been, this, this movie's from like, it's ridiculous. Come on, somebody. But I love, I love the next generation. My, my mother-in-law was just telling us she, she, she and her, uh, her great uncle, right? Great uncle, is that right? Um, her and her great uncle were trying to figure out how to do a Zoom call. And uh, they said, where is a 12-year-old when you need one? so that we can figure out how to do a Zoom call, right? There's just some, it, the generations just change and shift and things happen. And, you know, you know, some of you will remember when your channel changer was your kid. Do you remember that? Hey, hey, go, ch- go turn it up. Go turn it up, right? Go, go push that, go push the, go, go turn the dial. You remember that? Like, you know, right? We've got to change the channel. It's getting fuzzy. You know, no, put your hand right there and just hold it out the window like that. There you go. Now we've got signal, you know? Anybody remember those days? Goodness gracious. Through the generations. Somebody say generations. Generations. That's the title of our message this morning is generations. And if you'd like, you can follow along in the YouVersion Bible app. Um, if you go into the Bible app, go into the, the more button on the bottom right corner. Um, you can click on that and find events. Look up Livingstones Church, and it will have all the notes there for you. Um, make it really easy. You can take notes in there, too, and save it for later. All right. Who's in Acts chapter 2, verse 38? Wow. Okay, um, can somebody pull Bibles out so we can pass them out so people can find? Anyways, find someone with a Bible, sit next to them there. That that's person's called a Christian. Um, oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, God, you respond to that. You respond to that. I'm like, who who's in their Bibles? Today? Who's in the living word of God today? Oh, we're getting louder, right? Right. If I insult you, then you'll make noise. Goodness gracious, we're going to get through this today. Somebody say amen. 
Verse 38, Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Peter replied, gosh, it must have been nice to have somebody reply. Anyway, each of you must repent. Come on, somebody. Must repent for your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then, somebody say then. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you, to your children, and to those far away. All who have been called by the Lord our God. Verse 40. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time. Are you guys ready for that? Yeah. The, the, the less loud you are, the more longer this is going to take. I promise you that. The louder you get, this will be 15 minutes. We'll be having tacos in no time. Come on, somebody. Preaching for a long time. Strongly urging all his listeners, save yourselves from this crooked generation. Verse 41, those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. Come on, come on, come on, somebody. All right, where are my note takers at? Here's, here's the first point this morning. God has promises for every generation. God has promises for every generation. You know, I, I look back on, on the different generations and, and uh, uh, the I looked. I was reading about the greatest generation. Does anybody remember reading about the greatest generation? It was the it was the generation who went through the Great Depression, the generation who won World War II. Come on, the greatest generation. It's the generation that that led people to Jesus. Are you with me? That 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 valued the home so much because that's all they had. Are you with me? Like like people did not have all the extra that we have today. Right? They were just getting by and making sure that, hey, as long as we have each other, we have more than enough. Are you with me? That was the greatest generation. And I wonder, I wonder so many times what the greatest generation might say about the generation today. Yeah. yeah that's a heavy one, isn't it? That's a heavy one. That's a heavy one. It's a, it, and as we think about this, building the church today is reaching the generation of today. Are you with me? If we're going to change a generation, we have to be willing to reach the generation that is today. We have to determine that this generation is not going to fall on our watch. Are you with me? Can I get an amen from somebody? Come on, come on. Because here's the thing, you guys. How, hey, camera people, how far can I move? Because I've got a whole stage here, and I'm getting so excited. I don't know what to do with myself. Usually they put me in a 4 by 4 box here, and I, I, I can't move too much. And so I can go all the way to here, too. Oh, dude, this is going to be awesome. Hey, th- th- this kind of feels like I keep waiting for like a, a giant boulder to come out from behind me. You just never know. You just never know. I mean, I've got snakes all around here. I've got, got all the, the cords, so it kind of makes it feel like I've got, I'm in a snake den with, with, uh, with uh, Indiana Jones and ready for this last crusade. Come on, somebody. Oh, they just step on my heel, right? Come on, somebody. <sighs> Who's ready to reach the next generation? Come on, I hope we translate those shouts into real action. Come on, somebody. Because, you know, I, 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 it's easy to get excited for 23 minutes on a Sunday morning when, when pastor's telling you you have to shout because you can't stand it if you don't. Come on, somebody. But here's the thing. It's one thing to shout for that 20-something minutes while we're doing church, but it's a whole different thing to get up and go out and be the church. Amen. And we have the best opportunity this week to go out and be the church, to, to love on and save another generation. Are you with me? Right? To, to show them that God can be fun. 
Oh, my goodness. You mean church isn't boring? Oh, my God. Like, I, I love when people come and I'm wearing a hat or something. Like, you wear a church. You wear a hat to church. That's blasphemy. You can't do that. Are you wearing a T-shirt? Are you serious? I got to stop. Uh, I got to stop drying my T-shirts. I keep going like this now. Like This used to be a 3X, you know. Like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Ah, the generation is worth it. But can I tell you something, church? I'm, I'm, I'm talking to everybody online. I'm talking to everybody here. You were built for this time. You were built for this time. This series called Built, I'm talking about the church, and you are the church, and I am the church. We are the church, and we were built for this. Are you ready? We were built for this. Esther 4, 14 says, If you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise. Come on. Deliverance and relief for the people of French Valley will arise. The deliverance and the relief for the people in your city will arise. Come on, somebody. For some other place. But you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps, come on, somebody say perhaps. Who knows if you were perhaps made queen for just such a time as this. Can I tell you something? God could, have, God could have created you at any time point. Does anybody ever think like, oh, man, it would have been really cool to live during that time, right? You ever, you ever look back on, on different, I mean, like, I would love to live in the and Indiana Jones and going on adventures and, and exploring. And do, anybody want to live in that time? And you're like, yeah, until the snakes thing is real and not just a, you know, a foam cutout. That's really cool. But, you know, it's, or maybe you want to live in, in those war days. Anybody like war movies? Where, where are my guys at, like war movies? Come on, right? Oh, 300. Come on, somebody. The 300 Spartans, right? Oh, those ones get me all excited. Get out of here, man. That was awesome. See, we're going to have to watch movies together, bro. You, you know the good ones. You know the good ones. There, there's just something about King Leonidas going and kicking the goats. He goes, this is Sparta. Right into our little kiddie pool right here. Right? That's not quite how it was, you know. But, you know, I get excited about those kinds of things. We look, in, look into back past generations. But you were born for such a time as this. 2021. Gosh, the, the greatest generation, there's, there's probably very, very few left that would be able to experience 2021. And to think, man, we were born for this generation. We were born to lead this generation. Are you with me? You were born to lead your neighborhood to Jesus. Did you know that? Oh, I'm scaring people now. We're becoming an evangelistic church. Oh, goodness. You mean, you mean we actually have to take that little flyer and give it to somebody? Goodness gracious. What, what, if, they take, what if they say no? Oh. What if they say church? You got to be kidding me. You don't go to church, do you? What if they say that? Yeah, can, can I tell you that's probably the worst that you're going to get? Is that that bad? Can anybody handle that? Can anybody handle that? Can you, can you go like, yeah, I go to church and it's awesome. Go, you should come sometime. You know what, I'm going to give this card to somebody else. Come on, somebody. What if we got crazy enough? What if we got excited enough about this week that we started passing out those cards and emailing and sending? Does anybody email anymore? Does anybody email? A couple people email still? You know, you haven't checked it in five weeks. You've got a, like over a thousand emails un, unread. Anybody have those? It says 999 and you don't know plus. You got a plus on your 999? Yeah, me too. You know, it's like on all those unread emails. But maybe you send a message out on Instagram, right? Maybe you, maybe you forward in the messages that we've already put out there and just say, hey, you guys, you should be a part of this. It's free. Do you know how expensive a free event is? It's expensive. 
come on somebody. Well, it's zero for them, but not zero for us, right? We're investing into our, in our, into our community. Come on. When, when Kate said, hey, can we do this? And I said, yeah, sure. And I looked up the rent, and she's like, we don't have to do it, Pastor. It's okay. Like, we, we could do something else, you know. And I was like, no, no, no. We're doing this. I said, this is where we put our money. We put our money into people. We put our money into reaching people. Not, in, not into padding pastor's pockets. Are you with me? It's into reaching people. Amen? That's what it should be about. So this is what it's about for us. But you were, you were made for this. You know, we can complain. We can complain about the things around us. Is there anything we could complain about about this generation? Maybe a couple things? Maybe? Right? Coronavirus? I mean, yeah. There's a few things we could complain about. Laziness. We could complain about some things, right? We're, we're probably the one of the most, um, oh, what is the word I'm thinking of right now? Entitled, thank you, entitled generation. Come on. Ooh, man, you didn't know you were going to come to church today and get beat up, did you? Wow, he said I'm entitled, that I complain about things. You know, we could complain or we could say, as for me and my house, come on somebody, as for me and my house, we're going to be full of joy. As for me and my house, we're going to be on fire for Jesus. As for me and my house, we're going to see the goodness of the Lord. Are you with me? As for me and my house. Woo! Come on, somebody. Are you getting excited? Oh, as for, you know what? Joshua gets excited with me. Let's read Joshua 24, verse 14. It says, so fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols of your ancestors. Come on, somebody. When they lived beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt, serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, come on. As for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. You know, we might, we might be able to serve an agenda. Ooh, come on, somebody. Is there some agendas out there? that There's some agendas you agree with, and there's some agendas you don't agree with. All right? Is there an agenda out there? We, we can serve agendas, but can I tell you something? It's always going to end in a fight. It's always going to end in anger. I disagree with you, and because I disagree with you, I hate you. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I have never seen God say you should hate someone. Never. Did you hear me? Never. We hate sin, but we don't hate sinners. Did you hear me? We hate sin. We hate sin not because of the sinner who's doing the sin. We hate the sin because of what the sin's doing to the sinner. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? But lost generation is because we won't stand up and show what love looks like. When, when somebody says, do you want to invite somebody to the church? you want to invite somebody to have their kid's life changed? And we go like this, like, I don't know, maybe. You want to know why our generation is so jacked up? Because we've been so, I don't know, maybe. If other people do it, maybe I'll do it. Come on, somebody. We need a generation that's willing to lead. I want 100 years from now to say that that was a great generation back in 1901. But the greatest generation was in 2020. Come on. The greatest generation, the greatest move of God, the greatest growth of faith happened in 2021. Are you with me? Come on, somebody, because if you grasp this vision, God can do it. God can do it. Here's point number two. I will build his church for the generations to come. 
I will build his, this church for the generations to come. <sighs> what is this generation getting from us? What are we leaving behind? Come on, somebody. Preach that, brother. You know what? Come here. Bring your chairs. You're going to sit up here with me. You can come up the plank. Here, here, give me your chair, and then you can come up the plank. You probably wanted to do that anyway, huh? You show these guys how to get excited about church, okay? Come on. Come on. Come on. Lift up a shout. Come on. Woo. This is the next generation right here. This is it right here. This is the next leader in our church right here. This is the next pastor. Come on, somebody. <sighs> Brother. <laughs> How old are you? 12. 11? 12? You can say 12. It makes you look cooler. I say I'm 12 too. It doesn't look as cool. When I was about your age, maybe a little bit younger, they did a grand opening of this tiny town. And we were at the town hall, and we did church at the town hall. Yeah, that was legal. It was pretty cool. We did church at the town hall, and they took all of the young people, and they brought them to the front. There was about 10 of us. And they brought us all up to the front, and they said, which one of you is on fire for God? You know which one shouted? Just me. Just me. I remember the people got so excited. They all came around me and they prayed over me. And you know what? Right after that meeting, I, was, I saw this guy standing in the side over in the park area. He's away from everybody, kind of looked cranky. And I went over, I walked over to him as a young guy like you. I walked over to him and I said, I said, hey, do you know the love of Jesus? And he looked at me like, what are you talking about, kid? And I said, I want to tell you how much Jesus loves you. You're the one sitting over here shouting, saying, I'm on fire. We're going to leave a generation that knows, that knows the church, that knows Jesus, that knows God. Guess what? One day you're going to be standing in front of hundreds of people, and God's going to use you to change people's lives just like he did me. Are you ready for that? Shh. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I will build his church for the generations to come. Ah. Maybe what we have been leaving our gen the generation before us is complaining. We've been complaining so much, and then we complain about our kids complaining. Novel concept, huh? Goodness gracious, right? But when, we're, when we're, they're at home and they're watching mom and dad, oh, you know, that church, they have too many lights. It's too loud. It's too this. It's too that. It's too the other thing. You know, I really wish they would do more missions in the way that I like to do missions. And, you know, like, but, and that's what they see, and then all of a sudden we're upset when they won't eat their dinner. Come on, somebody. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't want that. No. You can't feed me that poison. Come on. Is it just my house? Okay. I figured there was a few others out there, right? As, as soon as we make a home-cooked meal and we didn't get something out of the drive-thru at McDonald's, my, my eight-year-old's looking at that going like, that is not a chicken nugget. It can't be healthy. You don't even know what's in that, Mom. Right? I know what a chicken nugget looks like, but this thing, there's a lot of different colors inside of there, right? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Maybe that's what we've passed on to the next generation. 
as we sit and complain about our nation and we complain about the church and we complain about businesses and work and we complain about the government. We sit and complain about everything and then we wonder what we're passing on to our next generation. What if, what if instead of the next time that you feel about complaining about something, you said, our God is good. Our God is powerful. God is not surprised. He's bigger than all these situations. When, when your kids start to come to you and they say, hey, I'm getting bullied or I'm getting picked on at school, and you said, listen, God's got bigger things for you. If, he's got, if these things are happening to you, let me tell you what, God's got great things for you. You are going to be a leader. You're going to love on other kids that not let that happen to them. Amen? Come on. Instead of being this passive generation, I hope that's not what's written in the history books. Oh, they were a passive generation. What would have happened if Esther would have been passive in the moment when she was able to to free her people? Can I tell you that God put it in your hands? He put you here today on purpose because you are the one to set our generation free. You're just like this guy right here. Setting people free. Setting people free. Believing God at his word. Come to me as dear children, the Bible says. Why did Jesus even say that? Because as we become adults, we get opinionated. I don't like the way you did that. I'm not coming to your church anymore because nobody said hi to me when I walked in the door. Come on, somebody. I know it's like one of the most friendly churches in the world, but come on, you can give a shout for the people in this church. Come on. That's you. You can shout for yourself. Okay. All right. We have an awesome church. But the thing is, is, man, what if we got up off our rusty, dusty, stopped playing church, and started being the church? Come on, somebody. What if we stopped looking for what makes us comfortable, and we started getting uncomfortable on purpose? Looked for uncomfortability. What if you look for uncomfortability? Can I tell you what will happen? If you look for uncomfortability, you'll impact people's lives. Can I, if you get uncomfortable, you'll start your own business. If you get uncomfortable, you'll see what success looks like. Did you know that success does not exist without uncomfortability? Goodness gracious, I don't, you know, I'm just being honest with you. These are principles in the word of God. In God's word, if you will put, if you go plant seed, what happens? Harvest. At some point. Seed, time, harvest. You'll see the fullness of what God wants to do. But what happens for a lot of us is we just kind of go, well, whatever someone else plants for me. Whatever, whatever, whatever the government plants for me. Come on, somebody. We get mad about what the government has done, but yet we don't do anything about it. Are you with me? You know what you can do about it? Teach your kids to hear God's voice. What if we passed on to the next generation the ability to hear God's voice? Some of us are wondering, I don't know how to hear God's voice. That's okay. You've got to start somewhere. I didn't know how to hear God's voice at 1.2. Yes, I was a crazy 12-year-old one day. But at the same time, hearing God's voice was something that you had to learn. You had to learn to figure out, was it just me speaking in my own head or was God speaking to me? Are you with me? But if we can teach our kids, teach our kids as young as they are how to hear God's voice, how to trust God's voice more than our own. Come on. I love my parents. They're great people. I hope they watch this message one day. I don't know if they will. We'll see. But I remember I remember when I told them that I was going to give up my multimillion dollar business 
was going to be a millionaire at 30 years old. I gave up all of that and to go be a pastor. They thought I was crazy. But I just saw, I've seen money, I've seen that, but I wanted to see God's people impacted. Yeah, money's great. It's fun. I, I like choices better than I don't like choices. Anybody with me? But can I tell you something? Nothing is as great as watching a champion like this. Stand up with me. Watching a champion like this win in life. When I can take what God has given me and I can pour it into the next generation and watch what God can do through him. I don't need him to teach him how to do what I think. I need to teach him how to hear what God says. Because if he hears what God says, people are going to think he's nuts to do what he does. But he'll see the goodness of the Lord every time. Are you with me? Oh, man, is anybody excited today? What will we leave for the next generation? I hope it's not an entitled generation. I hope it's a generation of faith, a generation standing on biblical principles, a generation willing to pay the price to pave the way for more generations to come. A real and relevant relationship with Jesus. I I pray that we don't leave a generation that just has religion, that just goes to church but doesn't know Jesus outside of that hour and a half. Come on, somebody. Acts 2.40, back back to where, where Peter. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time. Some of you are still wondering if it's still going to be a long time. Strongly urging his listeners, save yourselves from this crooked generation. Some translations say the word corrupt instead of crooked. A corrupt generation. A corrupt generation. I might ruffle a few feathers, and that's okay. Because there's a lot of great churches in, in this valley, and I, if you need uh, to go to a different one, it's okay with me. I want to tell you that. Not because I don't want you here, but because I want you in church. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? I'm not telling you you have to leave, but what I'm telling you is that there's a great church somewhere in this valley that loves Jesus just as much as we do, and I want you to be on fire for him. And if I irritate you too much, that's okay. Go somewhere else, please. Please. But in this, as we're looking at a corrupt generation. I believe there's so much corruption right now that it's not even funny. You know how many times people have come to church and they're afraid to give because of the corruption that happened at their last church. It breaks my heart, man. I know that churches are led by men. Can I tell you something? I'm a man. A human man who sins regularly. I make it a pastime. Are you with me? Like, just, just, I sin. I do stupid things. I sinned yesterday. Oh, somebody go, oh, the pastor sinned yesterday. Oh, my gosh. And he's preaching today. Probably had, should have had deliverance before that. I sinned yesterday. You know why? Because I got irritated with a friend. And I shouldn't get irritated with a friend. I should have patience. Because I love that friend. Are you with me? Are you with me? But we all fall short of the glory of God. Amen. We all fall short of the glory of God. And if we can all come back to Jesus, somebody say come back to Jesus. Come back to Jesus, we'll see something even better. Right here, this is, it's all about this next generation. Are we going to take care of this next generation? I'll see. I'll see when you're eating tacos because I know you're going to be serving on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday to watch the next generation get their lives changed. 
Proverbs 22, verse 5 says, Corrupt people walk a thorny, treacherous road. Whoever values life will avoid it. I love Proverbs. It kind of just kicks you right, right, where, right in the gut. Let me read that again, just in case you didn't hear it. Proverbs 22, verse 5 says, Corrupt people walk a thorny, treacherous road. Whoever values life will avoid it. If we value life, we'll avoid it. We'll avoid the corruption. We'll avoid those things. You know how you know the best way to avoid those things? Matthew 6:33. Does anybody know that verse by heart? It says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added to you. I, just before service, I had a young man talking with me and asking me some relationship questions. I don't know if that's the safest thing. I don't know what you think, Chelsea, but um, asked me relationship questions, you know, like, like there's this girl, and, you know, and, and we were talking through this, and I said, can I tell you the best thing you can do? And he said, sure. I said, go after Jesus as hard as you can, as hard as you can. And if she's going to be your wife, she'll be there. Don't worry about it otherwise. Go after Jesus as hard as you can. He's like, well, but she's not saved, and I'm not sure what I should do. And, and I'm like, that's okay. My wife wasn't saved either when I met her. But I just went after Jesus, and she followed me along for a while. I pulled her into my wake, and now she's an incredible pastor that loves people, that pours herself out. Can I get a clap for my bride? The best thing we can do for this next generation is go after God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul. You want to you wanna break corruption, go after the least corrupt thing you can think of. That's Jesus. If you're going after Jesus, corruption falls off of you. Oh, I, I know so many people that are trying to break bad habits. Is anybody trying to break some bad habits in here? Some people online? It's all the people online are trying to break bad habits. You guys are near perfect, but those guys... I mean, they're, in, they're, they're going to church in their pajamas. Can you believe that? Goodness great. We're going to have a pajama day one day at church, I think. Just, would that be fun? Yeah? That would be fun. Just so we can, you know, we'll, we'll serve like pancakes or something and have, have church in our pajamas while, while everyone else is having church online in their pajamas. Here it is. Proverbs 22, verse 5. We read that. Let's go to verse 6. Very next verse says, direct your children onto the right path. And when they are older, they will not leave it. We have the greatest opportunity this week. To hopefully lead some kids down the right path. That maybe their parents, they're just dropping them off to get some time alone. That might be, and it's okay. But I hope that kid comes home and is on fire. On fire for God. Begging, hey, Dad, hey, Mom, can we be a part of church? Can we go and be? It's so fun. I want, I want to know more about Jesus. And it could change a generation. Amen? Sometimes I see today, today's generation is so concerned with their own comfort. But do you know where that comfort came from? The previous generation. Yeah. The previous generation made all these cool gadgets. Yeah, they did. We think we're the coolest because we know how to use them. But somebody else had to think of how to make it. Pretty crazy, right? We're enjoying the comforts of the previous generation. 
what will we give our kids? What will we give the next generation? Can I tell you something? If we miss it, if we miss it, you guys, the generation will be lost. But if we can get some fire inside of our bellies, God said it was a gift we give to anybody. It's called the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, and you take that to your workplace, you take that to your family gatherings, you take that to out, in, out into the parks with your kids, you take, that, you take that to the retirement facility that you live in, you take that wherever you are at, you take the Holy Spirit with you, you light up the whole place. You give everybody around you hope. When they see the joy that exudes out of you that's not fake, that's genuine, it's not, it's not because everything's hunky-dory and everything's perfect. It's because you're running after Jesus and you don't give time to the other things that you could complain about. Oh, you're so excited about who God says that you are. And when you're going after that, you change everybody around you. We can change a generation. Our kids are the future. This is the pastor of Living Stones Church one day. I think he's worth our time. Our kids are worth our time. Our kids are worth our effort. Can I tell you something? Uh, some of you are like me, and you're not gifted in children's ministry. I spent a whole week with my boys by myself. I wondered if I was even gifted to be a dad. I was like, Lord, this isn't my gift. I think we should just, you know, figure this out. You know, you could chariot a fire, just take him to heaven. I, don't, I can't handle this anymore. No, I was just like, I'm not sure I can handle this. But can I tell you something? They're worth it. They're worth fighting for. They're worth fighting for. They're worth putting a smile on your face when you're exhausted, trying to figure out how to pay the bills, trying to figure out how to do life, but then you show up here and you dress up all crazy and you have some fun and you tell people, these kids there's something more to life. Oh, Jesus is, Jesus is the life. You start doing the dances and the songs and the thing. Come on. And you just get excited to show these kids that there's something more. And they go, I'm not sure. Is this real? Is, is this okay? Is it okay to dance? Is it okay to have fun? Is it okay to, 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 to know and love Jesus? And because they watch you do it. Oh, my goodness. I pray that you got so fired up from VBS that worship next week, that worship team goes, ooh, I don't know what to do. These people are jumping around, getting all crazy. And they all came in their, in, in their, in their shirts from, from, from VBS. I don't know what to. Come on, somebody. Just get excited about what God's doing. There's life on the other side. Amen? Amen. Here's the third and final point. I will fight for the faith of the next generation. Can we declare that together? I will fight for the faith of the next generation. You know, the best way to show our kids how to have faith isn't to tell them they have to go to church. I hope you heard me. Because it's not church that's going to do it. It's Jesus inside of you all week long. When you fail, you say, I'm sorry. I know it's hard, Dad. Come on, you're just like me, prideful. Oh, they should have listened. They were supposed to do this. You can still say, I'm sorry. It's okay. It doesn't make you weak. It actually makes you strong. It makes you strong because you're afraid to do it. You're afraid to look weak. 
creates strength. It teaches our kids how to, how to apologize when they're wrong. It teaches them how to, how to live a right life for Jesus. And then us, exercise. Somebody say exercise. Say, you should talk, Pastor. I only say that because I used to be a Marine and 8% body fat, right? Come on, somebody. I know it's once a Marine, always a Marine, and that Marine's down in there somewhere. I'm pretty sure I ate him. He looked like a burrito, you know. Like. But we have to exercise our faith. If we exercise our faith, our kids will know what strong faith looks like. If we don't exercise our faith, they'll think that God is weak. Well, if God lives in you and you're weak, you're always giving in to your weaknesses. You don't have self-control. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I know this is a heavy message, isn't it? It's heavy. It's heavy. Tell your neighbor, man, this guy's a jerk, you know. <laughs> no, no. I, I love you so much. I knew my dad loved me when he corrected me because he wanted me to be a godly man. Know that God loves you when he corrects you. That he's saying, hey, son, hey, daughter, there's more for you than this. You, you can live higher. You can live in better. You can live in different ways. You don't have to live like this. You don't have to live bitter. Come on. You can live better. Is anybody with me? You're such a rock star, dude. Ooh. I want to sing in your band one day. That'd be so fun. I will fight for the faith of the next generation. I wanted to go back and read Acts 2, 38 through 41 again. But with this different heart and mindset, as we're thinking about the next generation, what we have to offer them and what we can do, and honestly what our part is to play here in French Valley or wherever you're watching church from, there's a part to play. So let's read this again together, starting in verse 38. Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then, oh, there's an if and then a then. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And it, is it that easy? That's it? I repent of my sins. I turn to God. I'm baptized in the name of Jesus. And then you give me the gift of the Holy Spirit? This promise is to you, to your children, and to those far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, strongly urging his listeners, save yourselves from this crooked generation. Those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. There is a cost. Our, the cost is our obedience. That's the cost. That's the cost of somebody's life being changed forever. I love our team because our team works really, really hard. We have an amazing team here at Livingstone Church. This whole church got set up this morning. Every piece, every aspect. We literally build the church every single week. Why do we do it? We do it for you. We do it for the person who's watching online right now. The one person who says, am I worth it to anyone? Does anybody love me? Livingstone's church loves you because Jesus loves you. And this generation's worth fighting for. 
found myself asking God so many times why he would use somebody like me. You ever ask God that? You know why I ask him that? Because I don't feel like I'm qualified to do what I do. I don't feel like I'm good enough, smart enough. I had somebody the other day, dude, stop saying that you're dumb. You're not dumb. I know I'm not dumb. But I asked God, God, why did you choose me? He said, you know what? I've got a lot of well-educated preachers out there. But I need a Marine for this generation. (laughs) I need somebody who's willing to fight. Who's willing to love outrage. I have brothers and sisters, friends that went to Afghanistan, went to Iraq or when they did come home they weren't the same trying to go to a lunch with a brother that when I sent him he went to Iraq to Afghanistan when he came back couldn't even look me in the eye anymore just looking all over the place waiting for waiting for a bomb to go off in the middle of the restaurant God needs some warriors to stand up for this generation and our warring is not anything like my brothers who went to Iraq and Afghanistan. Our warring is getting over ourselves. Our warring is realizing that that we are not all that in a bag of chips. You're either not that cool or you are cool. Like, some of us think so poorly of ourselves that we are not able to be used by God. Some Some of us think so highly of ourselves that we're not able to be used by God. If we can just stop thinking about ourselves and start thinking about what God wants to do in and through us. It will set each of us free. It'll set each of us free, and it'll set a generation free. You want to bring that in here? I don't have one of those. Oh. Um, Let's see who we got back there. Eugene, can you go out to the, the front desk? Grab, grab up a stack of those uh, EBS cards. Do you mind doing that for me, man? Thank you, my dude. Eugene is awesome. Everybody say you're awesome, Eugene. <laughs> Eugene's one of my favorite people. He helped me not kill my children for a week. <clears throat> it's true. He's a cool dude. He kept reminding me that you're gonna be a good, you're a good dad. Don't worry, you're a good dad. You're a good dad. Sometimes you need friends like that. Because when you fall short, you need somebody to pick you up. And Eugene picked me up. Thank you, my man. Eugene picked me up when it was hard. Who are you going to pick up? Who are you going to pick up this week? This is a week that will change a family. This is a week that will change a generation. This is a week that is so important crossed everything off of our calendar to make sure that we're at this this week to serve these kids. There's no men's group this week. There's no youth this week. There's there's no staff meetings for our, our staff team this week. Everything has been canceled because this generation is worth it. Amen? Amen? So Chelsea will be happy to pass out some more cards. Who would like some more cards? so that we can change our neighborhood. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man.
next generation's worship you guys we're not going to let it fall are we I, I love that song that we sang today. That song got me through a lot. <clears throat> I used to listen to Stephanie Gretzinger sing that song almost every day while I was at work. And it reminded me. It reminded me that God was with me, that I could do it. He was never going to let me down. Listening to you sing it today so powerfully on your 16th birthday. opened up heaven over this place. And so I'd like to take some time to sing that again because I think there's people out here that are going through some hard things. Life's not easy on them just like it wasn't on me. As I sat in my cubicle every day wondering why God had me there. I thought there was had to be more to life. And Stephanie Gretzinger would get on my radio and remind me that everything's going to be okay. Marissa, on your 16th birthday can you remind everybody it's going to be okay? Can we sing that song? Let's do that. Let's worship together.
sounds great. That was really inspiring. But I just don't know. I want you to remember. I want you to think back to when you were a kid. Think back to when you were a kid. And you ever think like, man, I wish somebody would have spoken into my life. I wish somebody would have told me how good Jesus was. And then maybe I wouldn't have picked up those drugs. Maybe I wouldn't have hung out with that crowd the same way. And when you look back on your past and you wish somebody was there for you, this is your chance to be there for somebody else. This is your shot. You're the angel that that kid's praying for and doesn't even know it. Tell them about the goodness of God. It'll never let them down. No matter how bad things get, no matter if you get stuck in your house for over a year because of COVID, how isolated the world might try to make you, He's never going to let you down. God's never going to let you down. He loves you. We love you. And He's never going to let you down. good when it gets hard. He's good when you're in the middle of your circumstances. He's good when you made another mistake, when you made another sin, you went back to your old self. He's still good. You're still good. You're still good. Whoa. here this morning or you're watching online wherever you are whatever 
year it might be that you're watching this message online, God's not going to let you down. He's not going to leave you where you are. He just loves you. So if you're here this morning and you're like, man, I want to know what it's like to have a real relationship with God. Not just some ritualistic thing that I do, but I want to know God for real. I want to know His voice. I want to know how to hear Him. I want God to be in my life. If that's you this morning, can you raise your hand real high for me? Come on. So good. Oh, if that's you, you know it's you because there's that pitter-patter in your heart. You're like, I want that real deal. I've been playing church for too long. I want to have a real relationship with God. I want to go on this adventure. Is that you this morning? With every head's out and every eye closed. If that's you, just put your hand in the air. Nobody's looking at you. Today's your day. Today's where your eternity changes forever. You're on the winning team. You might have felt like life was all destruction, all corruption, all junk, all garbage. God says, you trade that for my glory. Let me take your garbage, and I'll give you my glory. That's you this morning. Just raise your hand real high. I see your hand, brother. Come on. God's got better things for us right now, right here, right now. so good to your kids. You love us so much. That's you online right now. If you're on our interactive site, you can push the little button that says, raise my hand, I want to give my life to Jesus. If it's if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook or somewhere else, you can send us a message, send us a comment, go on to livingstones.tv and send us a message through there. Let us know you gave your life to Jesus. We'll, we'll, we'll reach out to you and pray with you. But if you want to pray something like this, if that's you here today, just, just pray something like this. Dear Jesus, thank you for dying for me. And thank you for raising from the dead on the third day. Proving that you are God. And that you love me and want me to be in heaven with you. Lord, please forgive me for my sin. I lay my life down as a living sacrifice, as an offering to you. And I ask, Holy Spirit, that I could partake in that promise that the Holy Spirit will come in and be a part of my life that I can walk with that gift and see the goodness of the Lord that I might be the first in my family to declare as for me in my house we will serve the Lord this generation is not going down on my behalf I'm willing to fight for the next generation. I'm willing to get over myself for the next generation. So God, I give my life to you today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, somebody lift up a shout in this place. Woo! There's <laughs> oh. stuff breaking today. You need prayer our prayer team's right over here in the prayer tent it says how can we pray for you if you need prayer come see those guys they they have an anointing on them healing happens when they pray things change and shift when they pray can i tell you something we had this nurse come into our church and she she's a, a nurse for for children and she says there's this little girl 
who has cancer and they've tried everything, everything to see her healed. They've done every procedure possible. This poor little girl has gone through everything. Can you have your church team pray for her? A few weeks later, she comes back to church like floating. She's not even walking anymore. She's just floating in here. I gotta tell you what happened. For the first time, the doctors can't explain it because none of the treatments have worked. But for whatever reason, the cancer has gone away. our God is good and he cares about his children so if you need prayer for anything that little girl didn't come here we didn't lay hands on her the team prayed for her prayed for her believing that God could be her healer and saw it come to pass you know what your loved one who maybe doesn't believe in God because of the cancer because of the stuff they're going through come over here and pray on their behalf pray on their behalf and let's see God do another miracle I love watching him do miracles. It's a really fun thing to watch. I cannot wait to see how many lives get changed right here in this room, all over this campus. We've been praying for this campus for so long. And yes, to have a whole week of Jesus right here. Come on. Oh, my goodness. Those kids are going to walk out of here touching people and watching them get healed right on the street. Come on, somebody. I'm so excited. So let's be a part. We're going to have our meeting here in just a minute. Go over and make sure for your kids, get them the little sign-up thing so they get lunch. Um, and then we're going to have our meeting here in just a few minutes. So give hugs and stick around and, and uh, let's, let's hear what, we, what we're going to be doing this week and how much fun it's going to be. Come on.